This is Josh Brown. You're listening to a special edition of Jesus is Real Radio. I'm joined in the studio by Pastor Daniel Fusco. Daniel, how's it going? Josh, everyone in Jesus is Real Radio land, I am doing awesome. I hope God is blessing each one of you. I pray that you're trusting him, walking in grace, and enjoying his ever presence. Amen. Thanks, Pastor Daniel. Yeah, every first Friday of the month, Pastor Daniel joins me to talk about the current series here on Jesus is Real Radio, sometimes current events and even what's happening at Crossroads. Pastor Daniel, as always, we want to submit today's program to the Lord. Would you lead us in prayer? Absolutely. And if you're listening to this while you're driving in a car, don't shut your eyes. But if you're, you know, sitting in the privacy of your own home, just bow our heads in our hearts as we pray. Lord, I want to thank you so much for today. And I want to thank you for each one of my brothers and sisters who are just joining us here on Jesus' Real Radio. Lord, you know each one of us. You know everything about us. And God, you have purposes and plans that you created us for before the foundations of the earth, those good works that we would walk in. And so will you let this program, this next 30 or so minutes, Lord, be something that builds us up in our most holy faith that we might follow after Mm. you. Lord, we want the world to know that Jesus is real by who we are. And so God, transform our lives by your spirit. And we ask it all in Jesus' name and all of God's people said, amen. 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 Thanks, Pastor Daniel. You know, this is uh, this is one of those short parts of this special broadcast, but it is one of my favorites. I love hearing about what God's doing at Crossroads. So tell me, what's the latest? Oh, Josh, God continues to do an awesome, awesome work here at Crossroads in Vancouver, Washington. So lots of mm. stuff is going on, but what I can tell you, and I'll be able to tell you more about it in our next month's First Friday interview, Mm. uh, is we're calling 2017 a year of expansion at Crossroads. So Mm. God has really laid upon our hearts that in this next calendar year, it's all about us um, as God continues to do the most amazing things on uh, on our campus, week in, week out through the Crossroads family. God is calling us to to reveal Jesus to the nations wow. and, to, and to be reaching out from our campus. And so we are really excited about what God is doing presently. And we just sense him saying, I have more work to do. I want to enlarge uh, the 10 pegs of your ministry. Mm. And so we're just, uh, we're, we're taking bold steps and uh, I'm really, really excited about it, Josh. I am too. You got you got me curious, so I'm, I'll be I'll be especially stoked for next month's uh, first Friday broadcast. Okay, Pastor Daniel. Last month we talked about the sticky subject politics. We're going to dive into this topic a little bit more today. But first, as you could see, I'm sitting here with my "Vote for Jesus" T-shirt on. Let me say, I love this T-shirt. I can't begin to tell you how much conversation this has prompted. How about you? Well, you know, Josh, every time I wear the Vote for Jesus t-shirt, I end up having a number of conversations. And those Mm -hmm. conversations range from 
people who are are very upset that I that we would put on a shirt that says a vote for Jesus because you know Jesus is the king of kings and the lord of lords and he's mm-hmm. not a political candidate and so mm-hmm. by talking about it that way you're demeaning Jesus to which I love having a great conversation about that and I, I was just telling someone recently who was a little upset about the t-shirt I said well listen you know yes Jesus is to be followed and when we choose to trust and follow Jesus in a sense we are voting for Jesus mm-hmm. with our actions and they stopped they said ooh Oh, I didn't think about it that way. And so that was super fun. And then the number of people who are uh, either passionate about voting for one of the candidates who kind of right. are like, well, wh- what exactly are you saying from the T-shirt? And a lot of people who are kind of bewildered by the the candidates that we have to choose from yeah, are saying, yeah. oh, I really like that. Are you saying we should write Jesus in? I'm like, well, not <laughs> really, but. And so it's just been an awesome, for me, it's about because we live in a political environment, especially in an election year. Uh, It's such a great way to try and leverage what people are already talking about, already thinking about, and leverage it to get Jesus into the conversation. Because as followers of Jesus, that's what we really want, right? We want Jesus to become the conversation. Yeah, that's awesome. My wife, all four of my children, we all have these t-shirts. We love wearing them out in public, just hoping for people to ask us what it means. Same same, kind of story you're sharing. It's really effective. Uh, okay, well, let's let's dive in. Daniel, today is Friday, November 4th, 2016. Next Tuesday is November 8th. It's Election Day. This is the day that Americans will choose who the next president of the United States will be, Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. By now, many people across the country, I'm sure they've already made their decision. Today, we want to provide a simple three-step process for anyone listening that's still undecided. Daniel, last month, you really challenged listeners to participate in the voting process, even though we may not like the candidates that we have. Now, before we dive into that three-step process that I was talking about for voting, would you share with listeners just once again, why? Why is it so important that we participate in the voting process? Well, there's a number of reasons why it's important that we participate in the voting process. First, it's because we live here and in this world. And just like Jesus said, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus Mm -hmm. came and participated Mm -hmm. in this world that God created, although he said it was good, but it broke when Adam and Eve fell. And so even though we live in a broken world, we're here recreated Mm -hmm. in Jesus to participate in what's going on here. Like the apostle Paul says, we should render customs to whom customs is due. Right. And so for us as Christians, it's an opportunity and it's a gift that we have. And we got to remember that, that, you know, oftentimes we can take for granted what other people suffered that we might Mm -hmm. have. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, centuries ago, people left an oppressive government to try and come and form a government government by the people for the people. And mm-hmm. so, you know, people gave up their lives and left security and struggled so that we could have this opportunity. So we don't want to take it for granted. It is a gift. Mm-hmm. But I think also it is a way that we get to make our voices heard. Mm-hmm. And I think as followers of Jesus, you know, people are oftentimes surprised by how in real life Jesus was. You know, you see Jesus speaking into the situations of his day uh, with with uh, a lot of poignancy. And I think as for many believers, we've kind of become so, quote unquote, heavenly minded that right. we're no earthly good. And I think that as people who are born again, believing in Jesus, it's, I think we, it's an act of worship for us to participate civically in the world hmm. in which we live. And voting is one of those ways. Hmm. Never thought of it that way. An act of worship. That's so true, Daniel. 
It's a privilege that some have laid their lives down for. Uh, One of the very important things that we want to say in this broadcast is that Pastor Daniel Fusco, Jesus is Real Radio and Crossroads Community Church there in Vancouver, you're not endorsing a political party or any candidate. The heart behind this special broadcast really is just what the teachers say, to put Jesus front and center in the conversation. Okay, so last month, Pastor Daniel, you shared uh, three simple steps. It was sort of a cursory way. It, it really just kind of happened in our conversation while we were talking. But today I'd like to take some time to dig down a bit deeper into each of those steps. So let, let's go right in. Now, step one, The first step you talked about was to search your Bible. What does the Bible say about politics and what can we find? What can we hope to find that will help us vote? Could you answer those questions, Daniel? Well, absolutely. I always like to say in the voting process, the first step is absolutely you search the scriptures. Why? Because they're God's word. Mm -hmm. Although they're written by human authors, the the true and living God is, is the inspiration behind the human authors. And the Bible has everything we need for life and for godliness. So what's amazing is the Bible doesn't Mm -hmm. only talk about political issues, but the Bible talks about who we are in the light of who God is and how God wants us to live. So, you know, I like to say Mm -hmm. that the Bible, Mm -hmm. you know, the greatest commandment says that um, we should love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and we should love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So I like to say that we live upward by loving God. We live inward by because of God's love for us, we have self-love, and then we live outward as we love our neighbors. And really what politics is, is politics is the way that people should be organized. Mm. And so the only way to understand how we should be organized and govern is to see how does the king of kings and the lord of lords the the Mm. governor above every governor the president above every government how does (laughs) he see humanity and so that upward inward and outward reality that's from page to pay on every single page of the bible and so there are huge political realities and overtones on every single page of scripture amen Yeah, you know, I know that there's really no chapter and verse that we could turn to in the Bible where it would say something specific about voting. But are there any examples in the Bible of maybe a political situation? Can you think of anything, Daniel, you could share with listeners? Well, absolutely. Like, think of this most basic three-word phrase that as maybe a follower of Jesus or if you've gone to church, you've heard, and that's that Jesus is Lord, Hmm. right? Now, those three words, those are powerful statements. What most people don't realize is that it was very common in the time of Jesus for people in the Roman empire to say, Caesar is Lord, Mm, right? And and the idea was, is that the Caesar, the the head of the Roman empire was the sovereign over all things. And so when the apostle Paul writes down, Jesus is Lord, that is a very deeply political and politically subversive statement. And you see, you got to remember that Jesus was also uh, crucified because he was subversive both to the Roman Empire and also the political Jewish leaders of his day. That's true. And so, you know, on every single page of the Bible, you have, you know, the way men feel about who Jesus is and what he's doing. Amen. Amen. I never thought of it in that way. Jesus is Lord. Those simple three words are really saying a lot more than, than I really thought. Um, so searching the Bible, this also gives us a good foundation 
kind of to know what's right and wrong. It helps us discern the difference between each candidate, between Hillary Clinton, between Donald Trump, right? Absolutely. And, and, and what you really find is that, you know, with the way politics function in America, really what you have is that because you have two flawed candidates, mm-hmm. and not just because it's Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, but any two candidates, right. what you really realize is that our culture likes to practice a situational righteousness where mm. we have two f- flawed candidates and people get really upset at the flaws of the other candidate while excusing the one that they want to vote for. But the mm-hmm. Bible doesn't give us this situational type of righteousness. The Bible says this is what is right and wrong. And Mm -hmm. so in the light of God's declaration of what is right and wrong, then we can start to discern this is God's heart. And can we find a candidate that lines up more closely with the heart of God than another candidate? Mm -hmm. I think another thing voters miss is they're flawed. I'm flawed. You're flawed. We all are. We all are, are, are missing that mark. Um, okay, so search the Bible is step one. That's the first thing that we should do before we vote. We've got a few dates to do that. Check. Okay, so last month you shared that finding out what each candidate thinks about the issues, that's important. So step two is very simple. Know the issues. Daniel, with so many agendas in the media, even recently in the debates and things uncovered about each candidate, how can we do this? How can we be sure we're hearing the truth? Well, I I think the best way, and we're blessed, Josh, because we live in a day and age of information Mm -hmm. where if you go on the internet, if you uh, go on to the television, you listen to the radio, and it's true. And I love that you made the point that, you know, all media is biased. It is. And, and, And that's the beauty of this generation. We realize that every media outlet has something that they're trying to get across. And so, mm-hmm. but, you know, the beauty of the day and age we live in is that if you want the information on what these candidates believe, you can hear them talking about it. Mm-hmm. And so I think being educated on what they believe, what they're saying, and and again, it's, it's a terrifying thing. And I experienced this as a pastor because so much of the things that I've said have been recorded or videoed and you can find on the internet. And, and you have historical information about mm-hmm. all of these candidates. They've said tons of things publicly. And and there's no mm-hmm. doubt that when you, if you want to understand what someone believes, you need to do some research, right. put a simple Google search on what these people believe, you know, and, and I always encourage people that if you want to try and get an unbiased view of what a candidate believes and, and because everyone's biased, you need to get your information from multiple sources. And so you mm-hmm. have some media outlets that are more uh, biased towards conservative mm-hmm. uh, beliefs. Some are more biased towards liberal beliefs. And I think if you, Get the, if you consume the media from both of them, you can mm-hmm. try and find a middle ground between is this what this candidate actually believes on these issues? And not only mm-hmm. what do they believe, but how do what they believe line up with what God desires for humanity, right. which is what we find revealed in the scriptures. Amen. Well, what would you say to the person that says that politicians will just say what we want to hear, that we can't trust them? Aren't we accountable for what we know? Well, I would absolutely agree, unfortunately, with with <laughs> that statement that what uh, that politicians will say almost anything to get elected. Yeah, and so um, so because of that, you realize that you don't, you know, you can only go by what they say, right? And um, and they're going to be held accountable for what they say, right? And and the ramifications of that, and uh, obviously the Bible says that we shouldn't bear false witness, mm-hmm. and so uh, we want as Christians, Jesus said, we should let our yes be yes and our no be no right. for anything more is from the evil one. And so uh, for me, when I realized that candidates might say anything to to garner votes, 
it's a reminder to me rather than judging them for that. I say, well, Lord, how am I allowing my speech Mm. to maybe be politicized to try and maybe have people like me more? Or I say something that I think somebody wants to hear rather than what I believe is God's heart. And so it causes me to check my own heart and make sure that my words are words of integrity, that they're words of grace Mm -hmm. seasoned with salt. Amen. So if a candidate flip-flops on an important issue, we're not going to be held accountable if we cast a vote for that person, right? Well, the Bible says that we're held accountable for not only all that we do, but all that we uh, believe and all the motivations. Now, again, that's why we believe in Jesus, because the Bible says that Mm. all have sinned and fallen Mm -hmm. short of the glory of God. And so we are held accountable for either not voting or voting. Now, at the same time, praise God for Jesus, because... Either way, God knows if we're in Christ, Mm -hmm. we're saying, Lord, we're searching your word and we want to understand your word in your heart. And we're trying to understand what these candidates believe. And Lord, we're, we're going to, we're going to take a step Mm -hmm. of faith based on that. But Lord, if I make the wrong decision, I'm grateful for your grace. And so we don't make the wrong decision that grace Amen. may abound, but we're, we're doing the best that we can. And what I love about the Lord is he loves us with right. full disclosure. He knows that we have failed. He knows that we make mistakes. And 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 so we do the best that we can and we trust God's grace uh, in, in order to secure us for eternity. Hmm. That's comforting, Daniel. Thanks. Okay, so searching the Bible and knowing the issues, steps one and two. Let's move on, I think, to the most important and final step in this kind of believer's guide to voting, we'll call it. You said to vote your conscience. You talked about searching the scriptures, researching the issues, like I said, and that we need to cast a vote based upon our conscience. Can you unpack that a little bit more for us? What do you mean by that? Vote your conscience. Yeah. So the idea for me of, of, of voting based on your own conscience is that first, if you're searching the scriptures, the scriptures are designed and really not just the Bible itself, but the spirit ministering the scriptures to our hearts is designed to shape our consciousness, our ideas to God's ideas. So we search the scriptures, right? And so God, we will be conformed to the mind of Christ, as it says in the Bible, Mm -hmm. right? And then we understand the candidates' positions on the issues and we try and line them up. And then we say, Lord, with your mind, the mind of the scriptures, your spirit giving me your thoughts, Mm -hmm. knowing what these people believe, then I can feel uncomfortably comfortable choosing between one of these candidates. <laughs> right. And so the idea is not just I'm going to do whatever I want, but we want our we want our minds to be conformed to to the mind of Christ. We want uh we don't want to miss the simplicity of Christ. Mm-hmm. And we want to we realize that voting is an act of worship. And so we want to be able to vote and say this is the candidate that I believe most accurately represents the values and the heart and the mind of Christ. Mm, amen. And ultimately, we want to keep in mind the scripture that we talked about last month, Proverbs chapter 21, verse one, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, like the rivers of water. He turns it wherever he wishes. God is in control no matter what, no matter who's elected next week. Right, Pastor Daniel? Absolutely, Josh. And I always remind people that at the rate where things are at right now, that by the time this election is decided at least half of the country is going to be absolutely horrified at the new president. And the other half of the country is going to be absolutely excited about the new president. And so, so I always remind people, our hope is never in an elected official. Mm. It's never in a government. It's always, we have to get our eyes off of, 
the temporal and look to the eternal. And whoever Mm -hmm. is the new president, there is a power that is so much greater than the most powerful person in the world, the president of the United States. And that is Jesus, the Lord of glory, the King of Kings. Mm -hmm. And our hope is never in a candidate Mm -hmm. because every single candidate is going to let us down. Every single person is going to let us down. That's right. Every single institution is going to let us down. The only one who will never let us down is Jesus himself. And so it's such an important reminder that we realize that God has already seen this election. He already know he's the Alpha right. and the Omega. He already right. has seen all this, but yet we still get to participate in the process and and partner with God as he seeks to transform the world. Mm, amen. Well said, Pastor Daniel. Can you do me a favor and review those three steps again? I'm sure there are listeners that are going to use these steps, maybe even this weekend, while they're prayerfully struggling with their decision on who to vote for. Absolutely. I love this. These three steps, uh, a Bible's guide to how to vote. First, we search the scriptures. We look in the Bible and we say, Mm -hmm. what does God believe and what does he value? Second, we know the issues. What do these candidates believe about the issues? And then finally, we vote based on our own conscience, not our own ideas, but the mind of Christ in us by the power of the spirit. And then we, we cast a vote knowing that we're not voting Um, for a perfect candidate, but we're doing the best we can with the information we have. Amen. Thanks, Pastor Daniel. I'm sure these three simple steps are going to help many listeners. I'm going to be back in a few moments to share how you can help us to continue to share messages like you heard today and the life-changing truth that Jesus is real with people all over the world. But first, Daniel, we open today's message in prayer, and it, it really seems appropriate that we close this message in prayer. This is a momentous time in our country's history. We need God to protect us. We need him to guide us. As people go out to vote this coming Tuesday, November 8th, we need the Lord. Daniel, would you share any closing thoughts and then maybe lead us in a prayer for our nation and our vote as believers? Absolutely. For all of you who are listening to this program Everything that we do in life is an act of worship. Mm. And the problem with our hearts is that we have a tendency to worship other gods. That's why the very first of the Ten Commandments is you shall have no other gods before me. But if we have, if we put our faith and trust in Jesus the Lord, then we want to worship him. And just remember your actions over the next couple of days, not only in voting, but the way we react mm-hmm. to whoever the victor is, mm-hmm. we have to make sure it's an act of worship. Our Bible also tells us in, in the book of Romans chapter 13, that we need to pray for our elected officials. Mm-hmm. So whoever wins this election, we worship God by beginning to pray for mm-hmm. our leaders, that they would be under the influence of the Holy Spirit Amen. and that they would be God's person to, 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 to lead our nation. And so just remember, everything we do is an act of worship, and we want to worship the true and living God in the way that God has invited us to. So let's pray one more time as we close out this program. Lord, I want to thank you for my brothers and sisters, part of the Jesus is Real community Mm -hmm. here on the radio. And Father, you know this election that's coming up this upcoming Tuesday, and we know that it is in your hands, but Lord, in our hearts, we place it into your hands. Mm. God, we ask that the candidate that you have foreordained to 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 lead 
our country from the seat of as president for the next four years. We, we trust you in that. And we believe, Lord, and help our unbelief. And God, we ask that whoever that person is, that you would bless them, that you would empower them by your Holy Spirit. Lord, that you would lead them in, in leading this nation from the seat that they're in into your word and your heart and your plans. And Father, as we cast our votes, will you help us to see it as an act of worship, just like the way that we would worship in the sanctuary or the way that we would serve somebody who is in need, that we would see our votes in the same way that we would worship you alone. And Father, more than anything, our nation is deeply divided. And Jesus, you said that a house divided against itself cannot stand. So Lord, will you bring our house, the the United States of America, can you bring us back together? Lord, it seems impossible. With men, it's impossible. But with you, all things are possible. So will you unite our country again like it's never been? And we ask all these things in the holy and precious name of Jesus and all of God's family said, amen. 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 Thanks, Pastor Daniel. Well, thanks for joining us for this special November 1st Friday edition of Jesus is Real Radio with Pastor Daniel Fusco. Please remember to search the scriptures, know the issues, and vote your conscience this coming Tuesday. And don't forget, no matter if it's Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, Jesus is in control. You can trust him no matter what. Now, we also want to be sure to remind you that we need your help. Jesus is Real Radio is heard on stations all over the United States. This requires an immense amount of resources. Listeners just like you help make this possible. So if you were blessed by today's broadcast, would you prayerfully consider partnering with us? Every little bit of support that we receive helps us to maintain the reach of Jesus is Real Radio and even expand. Would you pray about helping us here at Jesus is Real Radio? You can give a one-time gift or support Jesus is Real Radio on a regular basis. Simply log on to JesusIsRealRadio.com and click Partner in the main menu. Remember, all your giving goes to support this broadcast. Well, it's been my pleasure to be your host today. On behalf of Pastor Daniel and the entire production team, please get out there this Tuesday and vote. And may God bless you.